Hello and welcome to episode 5 of Harmonious World. Thank you for joining me and I hope you've enjoyed listening to some of the past episodes. I'm Hilary Robertson and this week I'm joined by eminent soprano Anne-Sophie Von Otter. I was delighted to interview her, not least because of the recent release of the Philharmonia Baroque production of a song cycle composed by Pulitzer Prize winner Caroline Shaw. Philharmonia Baroque Orchestra and Chorale breaks new ground. They're a pioneering organisation in bridging new music with old instruments. And that's why they commissioned Caroline Shaw to create a collection of new music, but including the Is A Rose trilogy. That's three works composed specifically for Anne-Sophie Von Otter. The first is Red Red Rose, which premiered at Walt Disney Concert Hall and then toured the US and Canada. The second work, The Edge, was premiered in 2017. And the final work in the trilogy, And So, had its world premiere to a sold out audience at Alice Tully Hall at the Lincoln Centre. Please listen to this recording if you possibly can. The Philharmonia Baroque Orchestra and Chorale are simply beautiful and Anne-Sophie Von Otter's soprano soars above it. It's a beautiful creation, but it's also a beautiful performance. It was recorded in March and October 2019, and it's out now. As you can imagine, I had a lot of questions lined up to ask Anne-Sophie Von Otter, and it was a real honour to speak to her. And you're in Sweden, is that right? Yes, I'm in the country outside Stockholm. Lovely. And how is it over there? It's, uh, it's been raining today and um, otherwise we've had a wonderful spring and a wonderful summer so far. Yes. And it's very beautiful. It's still light, of course, and uh, it's looking very lovely. Yes. Oh, well, it's really, nice to, um, it's really nice to speak to you. Thank you so much. Thank you. So I understand that we're sort of fairly pressed for time, so I won't waste too much time. But I'd, I'd really like to, um, to know a bit about your background. Uh, obviously, I've, I've sort of read a little bit, but you've, you can perhaps tell me in your own words how you came to opera. Um, well, how I came to opera, I was told to do opera, but I think you mean, how did I come to classical music and to sing? Yes, yes. Opera. Yes. Yeah, well, uh, as, a, as a small child, I went to ballet classes, as lots of little girls and even little boys do, and I loved that. And at the end of every lesson, the teacher played a little single vinyl of uh, uh, the name is gone right now but it's a menuet menuet uh, that I loved and that sort of I could feel the uh, the joy I very strongly felt this joy of listening to music and what it did to me and um, from then on I've always sung I uh, well even as a you know not uh, apart from the ballet thing I always sang with my mother uh, she played a little bit of piano, so she would play and I sang and I always sung, but I had no fantasies of becoming a singer or a musician until uh, in my teens where I sort of felt that maybe this, this is so important to me that 
maybe this is what I should be doing in some way. But I didn't know how. Uh, I mean, I didn't know exactly what, in which sense. So I uh, did this four-year four course of music uh, teaching. So I got a degree in that at the Academy of Music in Stockholm. And then just sort of slipped into, well, I sang choir. I was a choir singer. And then suddenly I was given solos and it went from there. Wow. So it was not a dream. It sort of just came. And <laughs> I'm grateful for that because I, I think that was a good way for me to get into it. Yes. And you, you have, you've certainly had a very interesting career, haven't I you? Have. I mean, you've, you've sung all around the world. Yes. Uh, you've been to London many times to the to the Opera House in Covent Garden. Yes, my career started in Britain, I, in London. Uh, for the first 10 years of my career, the London was the place I went to most frequently. I sang Wigmore Hall and the Albert Hall, the Festival Hall, and uh, many productions at Covent Garden. And then and then, you know, that sort of stopped or became less. And then Paris was my focus for, for about 10 years. It's, you know, it goes, goes in cycles. And, and now I tend to sing more in Germany, maybe. But um, certainly my start was in, in London. I studied one year at the Guildhall and uh, I found a manager in London and so maybe that was the, the main reason and I was in the beginning of my career I did so much work with John Elliott Gardner and that sort of also established me as a singer in in London. Um, so can you talk to me a little bit about this album the album is 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 stunning you know with Caroline Shaw and the Philharmonia Baroque uh, Orchestra and she wrote the Rose Trilogy for you. Yes uh, it, and it's a beautiful, just a beautiful work. Um, how did that come about? Um, Caroline Shaw uh, was introduced to me as a composer, as a name, by uh, the alto player in Brooklyn Rider String Quartet, a wonderful uh, string quartet from Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> and we did, we recorded a CD and did many concerts together and we are still collaborating. And they said uh, we were putting this program together with new music, contemporary music. Um, and they suggested Caroline. And she, so she wrote a piece for us, which I loved. And, and then when the idea came up with Philharmonia Baroque to commission a new piece written for, uh, for me and these Baroque instruments, uh, I suggested immediately Caroline's name and she, so that's how it came about. So she wrote one song, uh, The Red Red Rose, and Nick McGeegan, who, who was the chief conductor of uh, Philharmonia Baroque, took you know he fell in love with her music as well so they did more with her and that the choir piece was commissioned and then two more songs for me so uh, the songs can be done uh, one by one you don't need to do them all three together so that's how it came about and um did you were you involved in the the sort of inspiration behind any of the three songs or the creative process or, or was it simply a kind of you know, she went off and wrote them and brought them back and you sang them. Well, more or less, that's what, what happened. But I think when we first got to know each other, I think there was a little bit of talk about what kind of 
words, what kind of poetry did uh, appeal to me. And so we probably talked a little bit about that. And she listened to me, what had I recorded and what, how did she, which of my program CDs did she particularly like? So the first song she wrote for me in Brooklyn Rider was a, an old French text, but um, the Red Red Roses is, is uh, Burns. Uh, she looked around. I didn't have a, a huge input because, um, as I always say, music is my first love and the words can be the telephone book for all I know. <laughs> That's exaggerating it a little bit, but uh, it's absolutely the case that it's, the music is, is so important to me that um, if I also happen to like the words, that's wonderful. But if I don't, I can still sing it if I like the music. Right. Oh, that's, that's, a really interesting, um, that's a really interesting take on the, the role of a singer. Um, I mean, do you, do you find that, um, have, the, have there been uh, occasions in the past where you've, you've sung something and the music has shone for you, but the words have been less accessible for you? Or, oh, yeah, you know? definitely. It happens all the time. Sometimes I don't really understand the text. I mean, I understand word for word, but I don't get what the, what the writer actually means or what they and it's it's uh and and sometimes the text can be very banal and still uh be fantastic when it's put to 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 music like the songs of Cécile Chaminade the 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 music is delightful but when when you know the critical person a critical person reads the text they think oh this is so banal and the she can't be a good composer if the words are as banal as that. But I don't think like that at all. I think if the music is good, then that's all. Everything is fine. <laughs> oh, that's that's wonderful. That's really lovely. Yes. So I, I uh, the red 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 rose is is I think my favourite track on on that CD, and I think it's um, the, the the way the melody flows, and it's just beautiful. It's just yeah. and. And it's lovely to hear actually the combination of the modern composition alongside the Baroque instruments. Yeah, it's a fantastic juxtapositioning of of, of the the Baroque uh, um, sort of rhythms almost and um, and the sounds. But then you can still hear that it's not Baroque music. It's a really clever combination. Yeah, are there plans to perform this? Once lockdown is all over and we're actually going back to performing again. Yes. Well, I know that Philharmonia Baroque is so happy with this, uh, this music and this disc and they love Caroline to bits, as do I, that they are hoping that we can do it together some more. But no concrete plans, and that's becoming even more difficult now, of course. Of course, yes, yes. I, I often suggest these songs, particularly the Red Red Rose, if I'm doing... Um, projects with the Baroque Orchestra in Europe, then, you know, Handel and Bach, and, and then I suggest, why don't we try uh, Caroline's pieces? Yes, it's, I mean, it's lovely to, I'm, I'm all for, for promoting the work of, of modern composers, but mm -hmm. also modern women composers, because, yeah. you know, that it, that's an important task, I think. So how has lockdown been for you? 
well it's been spring and the weather's been fantastic and i'm an, i'm not uh, you know i'm not in the beginning of my career starting out with a wonderful maybe opera project with an exciting conductor ahead of me um if that were the case i would be very disappointed and feel very low i'm sure but i you know i have been there and done that um so for me to be at home for for well it'll be I'll be in Sweden from the middle of March until uh, at least the beginning of um, of September, and it's uh, it's fantastic. I've been well. I haven't had this horrible virus, and neither has Touchwood anyone in my immediate um, family or friend circle of friends. But so uh, in some ways, it's been it's been a very positive experience <laughs> yes and in of course in all the other ways it's been terrible because uh, the the for society and for for everyone working within the cultural sector it's it's very disheartening and uh, many other people's people too are losing their jobs or have lost their jobs so it's it's uh, very very hard but point of view of nature and being in sweden it's been not bad at all good yes well it's I, about seeing the positives i put programs together and we record them and they get streamed or you put them on facebook or whatever so i've kept myself busy doing what i love to do sing can i can i talk to you a little bit about um some of the roles that you've played because um you know it's, it's an impressive list of characters within some of the classic operas that you have you've portrayed on stage um mm-hmm. do you have do you have favorites do you do you have ones that 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 really speak to you well i have um uh, i've done at uh, the beginning of my career with all the trouser roles and i really loved doing them then and of course octavian was is such a fabulous role because it has so many it has such a variety it's dramatic it's funny it's sad it's poetic um but uh, i am the type of person and type of musician i like to try new things and i don't like to linger for too long uh, one role so uh, i was pretty happy to leave that role behind and then i went on to do carmen at some point and that was fantastic that was a such a in tr- such an exciting experience to do carmen and then lately i've done you know this weird um, woman in uh, the exterminating angel by thomas addis yeah uh, that was beautiful. and lulu the geschwitz in lulu is also a very uh, it's a very good role even though it's not a, there are small roles or or you know the secondary roles that can be very fulfilling to do uh and of course that's where i am now at this point in my career where i'm not doing the the leading um, leading roles uh as such but i don't mind at all because if you have a good director you can get a lot of enjoyment out of it and right now when covid broke out i was meant to be doing the countess in pikdam by shakovsky oh yes queen of spades so uh i'm sure that would have been interesting too i um, i i love it all <laughs> <laughs> oh that's wonderful yeah okay well thank you so much for your time i really appreciate it 
Thank um, you. I, 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 will, uh, I will point people to your website so that they can see a little more about you. There's some lovely photos on there. It's beautiful. Oh, thank you. So, thank you. Yes. Yeah. And hopefully we'll get a chance to see you perform on stage. And I, I would love to hear some of this Caroline Shaw yes. work performed. That would be wonderful. Yes. So, yes. Thank I hope, you. So I hope you bring them to London. So yes. That would be nice. Yes. Thank you so much. I so enjoyed interviewing Anne-Sophie Von Otter and I hope you enjoyed listening to it. Thank you for joining me on episode five of Harmonious World and please do leave me a review if you can and if you subscribe you'll know when the next episode comes out. So thanks for joining me again on Harmonious World and I look forward to speaking to you next time. Thank you for listening to the latest episode of Harmonious World. My name is Hilary Seabrook and it's a great delight to bring this series of discussions with musicians and composers and writers and all sorts of people to you. Obviously, there's no point in having a podcast if people aren't listening and I'm very grateful to my listeners for doing so. Thanks also to Joe English for composing and performing this new theme tune. So wherever you get your podcast, you can leave a review. You can share this with your friends and family, either as a link or on social media and that sort of thing. I'd be really grateful for that. Don't forget that you can subscribe now. There's a link wherever you get your podcasts. So have a great week. And please remember why I started this, which is just to try and make the world a little more harmonious. Thanks for listening to Harmonious World. <laughs>